welcome to the Good Fight Sports Podcast, your home for local sports here in the 574. Listeners, ready your ear holes for a special Indy 500 podcast episode from your host, Kenneth Kramer. Why, thank you, Nicholas Shirk. That's me. I really wanted to do that. (laughs) It was more of a, like, I wanted to go kind of along the lines of drivers start your engines. Anyways, hello and welcome everyone to this special episode of what, not what the Bible says. <laughs> this is the Good Fight Sports Podcast. Welcome to the Good Fight Sports Podcast. This is a special Indy 500 episode like we promised, recorded on June 4th, 2023. Yeah, what a race. Honestly, whew, Fantastic. Both Kenny and I were uh, blessed enough to go to the Indy 500 this year. Uh, we kind of mentioned it in a previous episode. We kind of wanted to just do a little little, little episode dedicated to that, just so we didn't have to tackle all of that in the uh, regular regular scheduled programming, because uh, there's a lot. So, anyways, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to let Kenny start us off here, and uh, he can take it where he goes. Yeah. By the way, hello. Hello, buddy. Yeah. yeah hello. How's, it, yeah. how's it going? The, the main host is finally going to say something. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Kenny. But, yeah. Hey, Nick. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to start the week before the race, actually. We're going to start back at qualifying because a lot of good things happen during qualifying. Yes. So um, I usually go down for qualifying as well. Um, I didn't this year. Big sad. Big, yeah, it was big sad because mm-hmm. this qualifying for this year was really close. Yes. Um, so here's the top nine. Uh, that's roads one through three. So uh, on the poll for this year. Uh, was uh, Alex Pillow, and he finished with a 234.217 four-lap average. Um, if you're a history nut or Indy 500 nut, you understand that that is a four-lap record for qualifying. Um, we'll get into something else about four-lap averages later on here. Yes, sir. Um, but in second place was Rena's VK with a two thirty four point two one one. Yeah, it it's just so close. <laughs> it's it's ridiculous. <clears throat> and then Felix Rosenquist rounded uh, rounds out row one with a two thirty four point one one four. Yeah. Oh man, it's just, just so close. Just absolutely insane. It, it was just ridiculous, and the, it doesn't get any. It gets better. It does. That's the best part, is it continuously gets better. Exactly. Row two uh, was Santino Ferrucci with a 233.661. I'm glad it wasn't 
more. Yeah. Because that would have been 233.666, <laughs> and I don't think anyone <laughs> would have wanted that. <laughs> Probably not. Um, and then Scott Dixon, uh, well, Paddle Award was actually next, by the way, with a 233.158. Uh, and then Scott Dixon rounds out row two with a 233.151. Uh, uh, and then in the final row for the ones that we're going to cover, um, row three, Alexander Rossi uh, finished with a 233.110. Takuma Sato. Mm. With a 233.098. And then TK, Tony Kanan, finished with a 233.076. Uh, so that is that was your top nine. That was your rows one through three in exactly that order. Uh, so Pelot, fastest four-lap average. We covered that in qualifying. Put an asterisk next to that. Because? Because that beat out, well, it beat out Scott Dixon. From last year, who set it with a two thirty four point zero four six. Um, keep that asterisk in mind. We're gonna get to that. Okay. Um, this was also for all thirty three cars. Fastest field in history. Everyone finished uh, with an average of two thirty two point one eight four. That is fast. Yes. And I saw during at at some points during like practice and qualifying and stuff they were hitting 240 wow at some points that's cr- that's crazy that's Going, just like fast. 240 down the front straight into turn one going 240 into a turn you see here's the thing is it's just gonna keep like i think they're gonna keep hitting fastest field in history because engines just keep progressing so much right maybe not like every year but like it won't like i feel like Fastest field in history records will eventually just become. Obviously, there's a speed you can't go. Like you can't go, like 300 miles an hour on this track. I mean, you can, but like you're gonna have to have some crazy advancements in tires and and like aerodynamics. Oh yes. So I think this is something fastest field in history. I think is something we're going to see continuously broken over oh, the yeah. next decade. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But with that, 15 time starter Graham Rahal was bumped out by his teammate Jack Harvey. By 44, am I understanding this right, 10 thousandths of a second? Yes. Yes. Wow. No, so normally they go by, so like, let's say it was like 38.07. Usually mm. they go by the zero and the seven. No. They had to go all the way down to 10 thousandths of a second. Wow. That's how close it was. Okay. That's a... <laughs> Yeah, unfortunate because Graham Rahal has his family is also kind of just cursed with never being in the 500. His dad was trying to qualify for this when he was a racer, and I don't, I think he may have gotten in, but he never won it or he never qualified. I can't remember what the story goes. I thought I thought Rahal won it once. Not recently. Well, not not Graham, obviously. Oh, maybe like his dad Bobby did. Rahal. Maybe I for some reason was thinking that he did. Anyways. I don't know. Point being, yeah. it was unfortunate for him. It was. Uh, but then... A day later. <laughs> a day later, he takes over for an injured Stephen Wilson who broke... Stephen. Stephen, sorry, yes. Stephen Wilson, uh, who broke some vertebrae in a crash on Monday during practice with Catherine. I didn't catch how to say this name during the race. It wasn't leg. Is it just... Or something? Yeah, I think it is lead. Okay. We'll say leg. Yeah. <clears throat> Anyways, Catherine Leg. She was the only female racer this year. It I thought yep. she... Yeah, I thought she was going to... Do better. Do better, but yeah. that was 
We'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, that's also the first time that he had switched from his Honda team to a Chevy team. Yes. Uh, so he was driving a completely different engine, completely different car, went from his Chevy team to, looks like, Letterman's team. Yeah, well, he was with uh, RLL, which is Ray Hall, Letterman, Lanigan. That's oh, okay. He was with, and then he moved to Dreyer, the Chevy, Dreyer Reinbold Racing. And okay, that was the Chevy. Gotcha. Yes, I see. I see. If I would have just, yeah, red, that would have worked. That, yeah, that, that. yeah, pretty crazy how that goes. Um, so, anyways, with the the first the first three rows that we talked about earlier, uh, the average speed of those first three rows is two thirty three point five three three. That is insane. Yeah, it's just crazy. And I was gonna do this next one on the dock, but uh, Kenny, I don't know how to say that name, so you take your own crack at it. Okay. So, the asterisk that we were talking about um, is this. Um, if it, you know Indy 500 enough, you understand that there is one person that has the actual fastest four-lap average, and that's Ari Leyendijk. He has the single fastest lap record and the fastest four-lap record. So if you're wondering what the fastest lap is, it's 237.498. Which is insane. just insane. And a, and a four-lap speed, non-pole, at 236.986. Yes, sir. So <clears throat> we'll go back to the 19, it was like 1996 qualifying. Um, and he got, he was in with a 233 point something, something, something. Um, and he got disqualified. Okay. Well, his car got disqualified. So he had to re requalify. Uh, and since he was a second week qualifier, because they did two weeks of qualifying, mm -hmm. he didn't count for pole because everyone else was set. And he started 21st with a 236.986 four-lap average, which would have got him the pole right. if it was on week one. Mm -hmm. But Just he didn't. in case no one knows what a pole is, I believe that's a leading car, correct? Yes, that yes. is the car that is... Mm -hmm. In position one. Yes. That's okay. what P1. Yeah. So P1, pole position, that's what they call it. <clears throat> I just um, wanted to clarify because I had to look it up. So. Okay. okay. <laughs> I figured, I, I I thought I knew what it meant, but I was like, I better look this up just so I don't mislead someone with the yeah, definition. But anyway, so yeah, pretty crazy. So, all... so here here is his four laps for qualifying. Lap one, 236.239. That is 38.097 seconds to go around the two-and-a-half-mile oval yep. there in Indianapolis. Lap record, by the way. Okay. Second lap, 236.948. That's 37.983 seconds. Lap record. Yes, that's two records he's broken. Mm -hmm. Next lap was a 237.260. That's 37.933 seconds. Lap record. Yep. And lap four was a 237.498, 37.895 seconds, lap record. So to get to his position at 21st place in the race, he broke four lap records and set the fastest qualifying record non for non-pole. Right, right. And fun fact, the pole position, the pole guy got injured 
So guess who started that race? <laughs> Tony Stewart. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. That's your fun fact. Yeah. No, that, yeah. That was back in what, 19, you said something? Nin- 1996. 96. Okay. Tony, good old Tony Stewart. So here, we'll have our predictions, and this is our <laughs> predictions for what, two weeks ago now? Yeah. So if you're, if you're listening to this, <laughs> these predictions, we know they're wrong, but this yeah. is what we wrote yeah, down. Yeah. So this is what we wrote down uh, the week going into the race. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. I, I picked Alex Pillow to win the 107th running of the Indianapolis 500 just because his car was just so good and he was so consistent during the week of qualifying. Mm. And your pick was Nick? I, I picked Castro Nevis. Not because I knew he was going to win, just because I wanted him to win. Everyone there at Indy wants him to win. It's true. It's the drive for five. It is. And he's going to be back again. Oh, yeah. Along he's- with TK. We'll get into that afterwards because, he, yeah. So, okay. So, here's where we sat. If you're if you're like, okay, you guys went to the race. Where were you guys sitting? Mm-hmm. So, um, I was in uh, A stand. Um, if you don't know Indianapolis, that is right before turn one. And I was right across from Scott Dixon's pit. Uh, and that was A stand, box 11, row Q, seat nine. Nice. Nice. I was C-stand, which is, it's across from kind of further down the pits. I'm kind of on the tail end. From where I sit, you can see the pits. You're you're at the beginning of pits. Basically, yeah. Like, pretty close to that. Uh, I sit under the, the covered section, which is a absolute godsend. Thank you, IMS, for putting that in. Anyways, uh, yeah, so I sat there. It's kind of in between turn four and turn one, obviously. It was a stand, C-stand. Row no, third box thirteen. Cell row no, gosh, I'm messing it up. Box thirteen, yeah, box thirteen. Row N, seat thirteen. There we go. Nice. <clears throat> go with my family every year. We've been going. I actually, this is almost. That was my eighth, five hundred. So I'm almost Jeez. at ten. Yeah. This Pretty. was my fourth, but third in a row. Oh, you skipped one. Mm-hmm. Which one I did skipped- you skip? I went in 2016 for the 100th. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Then, I was there as well that time. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then went in 2021, 20, 22. Okay. Well, yeah. 21, 22. There we go. I was there when Kasha won the. Yes. Yes. When it's fourth. Yeah. See, I didn't go that time. I went down to it and I had <sighs> tickets for it. So I consider that I went to it. Because that was the one where it was like hybrid, where like you had some fans that went and some fans that stayed home. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So I just considered it a in a row kind of thing. So, anywho, yeah, the actual five hundred so, results. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> so the actual five hundred race uh, was absolutely crazy. So let's skip the first part of this. Okay. Save it for later. Okay. And just go right into, um, all the good stuff. So, so basically the last twenty laps of the race. Kind of. Uh, the first yellow flag, unfortunately, was uh, our good man Sting Stingray Rob. Oh, that was so sad. Oh, man. So, so sad. It was a name that you kind of wanted him to win. You did. But you really you did. knew he wasn't going to win. Yeah, he was just Along too with new. Catherine Led- Leg. Yeah, they're just both too new to the scene, I think. Well, he- Catherine Leg has, has driven IndyCar before, so this wasn't her first race. Oh, that's right. I saw that. She came yes. back. Yes, you're right. Yep. Yep. But then, well, and what we didn't mention either before all that, before the yellow flag, it went 92 laps with nothing happening. 
Right, right. So like, and that was pretty. I don't think it set a record because I think the farthest it's ever gone is like 149 laps with no yellow flag. Yes. So like, that was pretty crazy to just like see. Like, like I said, I've been going for eight years, and so usually by 40 <laughs> or right. even 30, I've seen it happen. On, I think one year it happened on like lap 20. Like something happens, whether it's a yellow flag, it's usually just a yellow flag to start off with, right. but. Yeah, so that was pretty crazy to go 92 laps and just not see anything happen. So, right. right. Anyways, yes. Then we got into and then Stingray Rob yeah, and Catherine Leg. Got- well, Catherine Leg pitted and then just never came back. Well, because she hit the wall. Oh, I didn't know coming that. Out of her pit. So when she came out of her pit, uh-huh. she kind of when she when she went out into the um, into the lane there, pit lane. The uh-huh. uh, she went back and hit one of the pit stalls along the wall, Ooh. which caused the front end to be not good anymore. Right. I don't know what they called it or yeah. whatever. I know she had to take her car out, but yeah, she couldn't drive. She was, in, she was in there for a while at some points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought she was doing pretty good. Yeah, but yeah. Just wasn't meant to be. And then Scott Dixon, he had um, a vibration, I think, 10 laps in I mean looking at the replay I mean the back of his car is like <laughs> shaking up and down it is ridiculous <laughs> if we had video you would be able to it see was, me it was great that. it was a great um, but yeah that caused him to go down to I think like 20 something yeah a lot of the people that were kind of uh, not ahead but I guess in the top nine kind of dropped back pretty early on Mm-hmm. Out of the top five, at least. But and then Alex Pillow, who was leading most of the race, uh, got taken out by uh, Renus VK in the pits as well. Yes, that was just really sad. So, anyways, we'll, we'll let's just get to that. Okay, let's let, just get to that. Okay, let's just get to <laughs> the the meat of this. Yeah, lap one eighty. So twenty laps to go. Uh, top four at that point was Marcus Erickson, Felix Rosenquist, Rosenquist. There you go. Alexander Rossi and Joseph Newgarden. Um, lap 186, 14 to go. Felix Rosenkritz crashed. Lost control. Lost control. Hit uh, in the short shoot between turns one and two. Takes out Kyle Kirkwood. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, This was a pretty nasty crash. This is when his car flipped over. Oh, that, yeah. yeah his yeah. car flips over. So yeah, it's in a tire into the, like, the parked. Parked uh, Chevy Impala. It was white. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. So that got smashed. Uh, fun fact: Penske is actually paying to give that person a new car. Good on him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, well, Penske Racing. I don't know if it's necessarily oh. coming out of his pocket, but no, it's, it's coming not out of their it, pocket. Yeah. Anyways, that was the first red flag. Uh, they restarted at lap 192 with eight left. Top five at that point was Joseph Newgarden, Marcus Erickson, Santino Ferrucci, <clears throat> Alexander Rossi, and Alex Pillow. Then. 182 comes around again. We didn't really go anywhere, and there was a crash. Uh, Marcus Harrison touched uh, Pato Award, and it caused him to actually spin out and crash. And then Augustin Canapino. Augustine. Oh, that's... Oh, Augustine Why, why did I think it was that? I don't know why I thought it was that. Anyways, uh, Augustine Canapino ran into Award from behind, and Simon... I, I Yeah, it just a whole lot of stuff happened. Uh, it's Pagano, right? Pagano. Pagano. So many weird, yeah, Pagano, strange Pagano. names. Uh, yeah, also crashed into Scott McLaughlin. This uh, lap 192 was just like, what is happening? Like, <laughs> there was just like, 
so many different things that occurred all at once. Right. Um, so, again, second red flag comes out. This was literally, I was texting Kenny. Kenny was actually texting me during this. And it was just like, okay, cool. We're going to start up. No, we're not. Nope. No. No. Okay, never mind. Just no. Little, just a little joke. Just pull a little joke. We're fine. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. And then we restart with uh, four to go at lap 196. We don't even start nope. the restart because good old Ed Carpenter, the hometown <laughs> boy, decides to do something stupid and hits Benjamin Peterson in the inside wall, no less, causing him to go into Christian Lundgaard and Marco Andretti and, Cram- and Graham Rahal. So they all crash, and that's the third red flag. Yep, and this actually happened right in front of me. Mm, that's why, because it was all the way down there. Yep, yep. It was right in front of stand C and B, and uh, so I was literally just like looking over, and there's Ed Carpenter just Mac and Benjamin <laughs> Peterson. I'm like, okay, cool. Well, that just happened. Didn't even. I honestly don't even know if they waved the green flag to start. Uh, they so they did wave the wave the green flag, uh-huh. but as soon as they saw the the tire smoke, it immediately went uh, yellow. <laughs> So the oh. green the green was out for like ten seconds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then they yellow flagged it for a while. The yellow flag. Yes, this was the controversial part here. Mm-hmm. This starts the controversial end of it. So they yellow flag as soon as uh, as soon as Carpenter and Peterson hit. And the problem is, is when they hit, Carpenter ends up on one side of the wall, Peterson's on the other. So you just have this like narrow tunnel now of where cars can drive through. So there's no like oh, I can pass you right here. It's like, no, if you pass them, you're literally going to probably kill someone unless right. you get them out of the car. Right. So they make the controversial decision, put the red flag out. They put the red flag out. They pit one more time. Don't get to go to the pits, actually, obviously, red flag. Right. But they pull up. You know, They can talk to their pit crew and stuff yeah. like that. And then... Final lap restarts with one left, 199. This was... Well, before that, this was the controversial one, too, because on that green flag start, because it was green, Mm -hmm. uh, Joseph Newgarden was in the lead to start that restart. Yes. And then Marcus Erickson passed him. Mm -hmm. So the whole, like... It had to go like under video review to see if actually the pass was good mm-hmm. to see where where they all started. And I think because here here's the oh here is the thing: Marcus Erickson passed Joseph Newgarden, then Alexander Rossi passed Joseph Newgarden too on that lap. Yes. So in the pits on the red flag before they even started, they had to reorganize Alexander Rossi yep. and Joseph Newgarden to start in different positions flip-flop and then the final lap was just all what you wanted but not what you wanted at the same time it was amazing racing let's yes. put it that way so start that marcus erickson was in the lead as we've said uh so and he got the a really big jump coming out of turn four yes he did um he shot out of turn four. oh yeah he did oh yeah he did but Newgard made it up in between uh, right in turn two and passed him just out of turn two mm-hmm. on the back stretch. And they both did amazing racing and almost went into the pits. That's how far down they got. Yeah. It was it was 
it looked incredibly dangerous watching replays of it. Oh, yes. Like what they did. But Newgarden holds on. He won. He is your Indianapolis 107th running winner. Yes, sir. And he's a Penske. So that means with that win, Roger Penske's 19th victory as owner of Team Penske was achieved. And he's the first American to win since 2016, which was the first year that I actually went to the 500. So I did not realize, uh, or never dawned on me, rather, that there had not been an American that had won since that year. But yeah. Anyways, yeah, it was it was a crazy race. Um, Marcus Erickson could have repeated. I mean, oh, it was right there. He could have. It was right there. So, yes, anyways, Joseph Newgarden wins the Atlas 500 in a pass. 2022 winner Marcus Erickson comes up short, and uh, it's, it's controversial. I mean, I think it's controversial. It's really not all that controversial. You know, they did a video replay. The drivers were upset. They didn't want the red flag. I'm sitting there thinking, you don't want the red flags. You don't want to kill anyone. One of those has to go away because you cannot race at the speeds you're racing at with a car on one side and a car on the other. Right. With drivers in them, you you just can't. You have to stop the race to get them out of there. Right. You can't yellow flag it because then you're just going to end on a yellow flag and no one's ending on a yellow flag. Right. And I was listening to a radio show on the way out of Indianapolis, too, and they were like... Roger Penske wants people to actually be engaged in the race for like the younger fans like you and I Mm -hmm. finishing on a yellow. I hate when it finishes on a yellow. Yeah. Like last year it was, I don't even remember last year's race Mm -hmm. because it finished on a yellow. Yeah, it's true. It's boring finishing on a green, no matter if it's the last lap or not Mm -hmm. is what you want. You want the cars to be racing, not slowing down and they can't pass. Exactly. And at that point, that's basically what was going to happen. And I get any 500 car drivers want that to be different. The problem is, is it's not going to be different because no. like you said, Roger Penske wants it to be a, something that will leave a mark in your head and like a memory, like a core memory that you have rather yeah. than just a, yeah. oh, I went to the one Oh seventh running. Yeah, okay, right. cool. Whatever. You know, I went yeah. cool. It drunk people, you know, whatever you want. It's all there. <laughs> So I think it's one of those things where, yeah, the drivers may not like it because it's start, stop, start, stop, start, stop. But for the fans, it's almost more enjoyable. Took a long time, but uh, especially the last one. Because the last one, it wasn't just a red flag because it's like clean up stuff. But it was a red flag to clean up all that and also to review where the people were going to be at when they restarted. Because here's the thing. They get that wrong. People are going to be way more upset if they just instead right. leave the right. original you know how they pitted right if they leave that people are gonna be like whoa 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 that's not what happened like you know there's going to be replays out there that you can watch that clearly show something right and you're going to have the 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 driver people and stuff all the people that exactly analyze stuff being yeah. like, hey you were actually in second place and you should have won that race because mm-hmm. let's say hypothetical they don't review so we start erickson rossi new garden does rossi win that race then or does Marcus Erickson repeat? Right. Because at that point, third place with that restart, I mean, you could maybe do something, but let's be honest, you're probably not going to get no. to first. It's a battle between who's in first, first and, and second. second. Yeah. And so you don't review. Newgarden doesn't win. No. So maybe controversial? I don't think so. I think it's kind of cut and dry when it comes to the idea of yeah. let's entertain, let's not just 
drive. And that's kind of, and I get it. I mean, those, I mean, I've never been in a car like that, obviously, and driven a race, but from what I understand, it's hot, it's miserable, it's, there's a lot, you had a lot of clothes on, you're going fast, you know, stuff's flying by, you're making split-second decisions, I get it, you probably just want to be done, that's fine, I get that, right? but at the same time, it's like, if you want to entertain, you're going to have to do something, right? and uh, what we did not mention was, and I think you brought it up, and I might have cut you off, um, but who is it? Uh, Polo and VK were leading this race for a majority That's chunk right. of this. Yes. And VK, did VK hit Polo or did Polo hit VK coming out of the VK pits? VK hit Polo and then got flagged for a uh, improper. Yes. Um, uh, it's the the nose. His nose yes. was bad. Yep. Because so they 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 both pitted. They were coming out and he just hit him, caught his tail or something, spun him into the wall, knocked his car out. So and they're teammates. And they had been yes. leading. They'd basically just been exchanging first and second place to to get you know to save gas basically. Yep. So they've been doing that, and that was the craziest part was they basically both just shot themselves in the foot because then VK tried to keep going, and then eventually was like, um, yeah, that you can't drive that. You need to come in, and yeah. they did, and they couldn't put a new part on. So, right. anyways, that was the that was the one thing that I remembered. I was like, that's got to get brought up because that was crazy. And it was it was the first so the first time for me actually seeing in person how fast those pit crews are oh yeah scott dixon's pit averaged about seven seconds per pit did it really oh my gosh okay it was incredible i was like can you guys do that for my car because <laughs> i need a, I need my tires rotated and new tires yeah, yeah. I mean, if you want to do hey, something you, yeah. you want to give me an alignment too <laughs> well you just throw that in there as well <laughs> You guys can do that in like uh, forty five seconds. That mm-hmm. would be amazing. Yes, I agree. I no, I completely <laughs> agree. I think they should be able to be hired out just to like local oil shops like around. You, you go down and you rent them <laughs> for like an hour. Here's the thing: you only need them for like ten seconds. Oh, that's true. <laughs> so yeah, the longest you can get them is a minute. Yeah, you know if they really mess up, basically. Yeah. <laughs> if they really mess up, you have to go back around and get in line. <laughs> It's just like a car wash for a high school. <laughs> you go in, you didn't, they didn't really do a great job, so you kind of want to do another one. Not that you want to pay them again, but they kind of started something they didn't finish, and you want to teach them a lesson. Yes. Basically. So, yeah. anyways, yes. But so, congratulations to Joseph Newgarden. It's a crazy win, and um, he is, he's not exactly like Castroneves because he didn't climb the, the wall, oh, but he jumped into the stands. Yeah. So, I mean, he set a new little record for himself. I don't know what we're going to call him because Castroneves just climbs the wall. This guy runs into the stands. Yeah, so Castroneves is Spider-Man. Yes. Crowdman? N- Newgarden is... <laughs> People dude? <laughs> I don't think anyone's come up with a nickname for him yet. But one question I did want to ask. What was your favorite pre-race thing they did? Okay. So, this will be the last question. Yeah, I, I, I'll give, I'll give my answer, but I'm gonna start it off with what happened. Okay. In my, in, in the area we were around, and it involves myself and uh, the person I went, which was my dad. So we were in what we thought was our seats. Ah, uh, you're one of those people. Hey, hush. There's no signs that says box eleven. Oh, box twelve. Box 13. So we were in what we thought was box 11. 
Okay, we get to right as they're starting the national anthem. Actually, no. We're getting up to the point where, like, right in between the end of the national anthem and not yet starting back home again in Indiana. Uh. So it's right in that dull moment where you know what's coming up and you're not, you don't want to miss it. People come up being like, hey, what, what seat are you, what seat is that? Asking the people that we were sitting next to. They were uh-huh. like, this is box 10. Ah. And they're like, oh, so someone comes in. It's like, no, we're we're in box 11. And so they, they walk out. They walk over to the other side. And they're like, no. So the lady comes in. It's like, you guys are in our seats. <laughs> so we, we, it's like, all right, fine, whatever. So we go over. We go around. Go down the other side. And... Uh, we're like, we're in here. What, what, we're like, what box is this? They're like, box 13. Box 12. And we're like, where's box 11? <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile, as we're walking up to go to box 11, back home again in Indiana is happening. Okay. So we don't even get to see back home again in Indiana. Yeah. Because we're too busy trying to find our seats. <clears throat> so we find box 11. Find our seats. We're stuck in, like, sardines in a can uh-huh. in here because there's some big dude taking up about 15 seats. Exaggeration, by the way. Exaggeration. <laughs> um, So we, we get to our seats right as they're uh, starting the first parade lap. Oh, okay. So f- best pre-la- uh, pre-race moment? Um, Finding your seats. <laughs> Uh, would be, um, well, I saw the flyover, the second flyover for the Jets after back home again. I didn't even see again. the first one. <laughs> <laughs> you see, okay, they, they're like flying over. Everyone's like looking around in our section. You can't see them because they went over us. We could, they went horizontally over us and we couldn't see them. So they're like, the flyover's happening. And I'm like, where? I don't see a flyover. <laughs> Because, you know, usually they go down the middle of the, like, you know, the center of the of the track. And I don't they know didn't. why. They did not do that this time. No. No, I saw one plane mm. for a split second. Yeah. coming, And it was over us, too. We didn't get to see it because it was yeah. over the overhang. Yeah. It's like, no, go in the middle yeah. of the raceway. <laughs> I, was so, I, was so, I was like, why did they do that? So, I don't know. Anyways, my favorite part, though, was Adam Driver. Oh yeah, that was cool because Adam Driver is a Mishawakian. I, I saw a little speck in the uh, flag stand up there waving the green flag. Mm-hmm. I knew it was Adam Driver, but mm-hmm. yes. I didn't see the actual green flag wave. Yeah, from where I was, I saw it on the camera, but I didn't. Uh, I didn't see it on the anything. So else. where we were, there was no good angle oh. to the video boards. Ah, so at one view you had a. Fairly dark video board. On the other side, fairly dark video board. Right in the middle, where you think there should be a video board, nothing. On the big poles? Uh, no. So it was. So if you're looking towards the pits, uh-huh. 
it's how he usually has video board, nothing. Yeah. Stairwells and stuff. Uh-huh. We were right in front of a stairwell in the pits. Smooth. Yeah. And it's like, come on, dude. You can't put video boards. Really smooth. Right there. You got to buy your tickets ahead of time. And you know, you now know. Could you see him in row 10? Or when you were in, sorry, not row 10. When you were in no. section 10? Oh, okay. No. See, my grandma. <clears throat> This is just getting a good boy talk, I guess. But oh yeah, my grandma. Uh, so we have she buys tickets. My grandpa's gone for like twenty years or something, maybe even thirty. I can't remember. Anyways, he's gone for a long time, and he like literally my grandma. There's such like renewal people, and they like renew it every year that they have like special like you know they give them like oh you have immediate access to renewing your tickets. Well, my grandma can like request to move the seats. So we would like the first year we went, we were like, oh, these are okay seats, but we'd like to, like to be on the other side of the railing, you know, on the other side of the stairwell. So it's a little easier to get down and use the stairwell. And so we're not like lower. So we moved over and then we didn't like that row we're in. So we moved up a row. And so, yeah, I guess what I'm saying is it's nice to have privilege. Mm. Yeah. Anywho, yeah. so so that's kind of like that's how I kind of got the tickets I had. Not privilege, by the way, but <laughs> renewal. Okay. Because uh, <laughs> where we sat was all the way out in turn three, in the sun, no shade, absolutely nothing. Yeah, yeah. The sun is killer. Yeah, I would never want to sit no. out there. I'm a baby now that I've sat under the. Yeah, me too. It's been one time, and I, I don't you're never to... going back. Nope. Yep. Nope. Yep. But we sat there, and the after last year's race, 2022, I was like, let me renew my tickets. You know, what the heck? Mm-hmm. I want to go again. So I did it, but I was like, you know what? Maybe request to move. You never know. So I put in first choice, A stand. Second choice, turn three. Which is, I think, Northwest Vista, something like that. I don't know. Um, so did that. I didn't know until I got an email in February saying uh, tickets ordered. Nice. <laughs> it, and I was it said Indianapolis Motor Speedway. I was like, uh. I never purchased tickets to this race. What are you talking about? Open the email. A stand. A. <laughs> and it was okay all of a yeah, sudden. It was. Uh, so I got I got everything. I got the then I got the um ticket, the actual ticket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and then got parking pass. Nice. And got little lanyards to yeah i want to get those next year carry it i'm not going to get another one i'm just going to reuse the one from oh yeah this year oh yeah why sure. buy another one yeah so well we're boring people now but anyways yeah so, we are yes. uh hopefully everyone enjoyed the race if you did if not uh buy tickets go see it next year you let's make it, it four hundred thousand fans um yes uh anyways it's a fantastic race and congrats to joseph newgarden mm-hmm. you need to see it once you do. Everyone needs to go to the Speedway one time, even if you're like, but it's just cars driving around a track. You're right. It is. But. But there's an atmosphere. You can't. Exactly. You can't. You can't put a price on atmosphere. It's only Indy. Exactly. So anyways, thanks for listening. 
We'll see you around here next time. Back to our regular schedule programming after this episode. Hope you enjoyed. Peace out. Hey guys, it's Kenny, host of The Good Fight. We hope you enjoyed the episode. If you want to hear more, you can check out our website at thelugnutspodcastgroup.com for all information related to the podcast and where to listen to us. You can also follow the Patreon page for exclusive benefits for the show. Join us next time for The Good Fight.